What's up, everybody? I'm just going to give you a little bit of a warning. Marge is out by the back door ringing her potty bell. Um, she does not have to go potty, but she will be ringing it. So if you hear a high-pitched ringing sound, it's not your inner ear. It is my dog that we are trying to bell train, and it's going terribly. <laughs> but now that we've talked about that, how are you? Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. If this is your first time listening, I'm super excited to have you here. If you're a real OG, I love you. Thank you for being here. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out. So I'm going to do a commenter of the week. So between um, you leaving iTunes reviews, I also have a, quite a few of you like either send me messages or post on my Instagram. And I don't want those people to go unnoticed either. So I'm actually going through my Instagram feed um, on my Meg's Jiggle Juice um, Instagram page. And I'm going to give a shout out to G Gonzalez 77. Um, and here's what she said. Fellow teacher here, just listen. Thanks for sharing your boundaries journey. I'm 41 and still struggling with my own boundaries. Your confidence and self-worth is inspiring to me. I'm going to attempt a list of my strengths and gifts right now. I am so inspired by the fact that you listen and you take these things and you put them into place. So G Gonzalez 77, if that's you, let me send you some happy mail as a thank you for being here and supporting me. And to the rest of you, leaving comments on my Instagram or leaving reviews on iTunes, that's definitely going to help me send you um, some happy mail and and get in touch with you because I want to, ouch, I just hit my hand. I, I definitely want to get in touch with you and let you know that I love you and I see you and I'm here for you um, in all ways possible. So um, with that being said, if you have not left a review, go do that on iTunes. You can do that right now. Um, or you can leave a message on my Instagram and I will definitely... Um, you could potentially be the next shout out on the Just Meg podcast. Who knows? Um, but today's episode is actually something that I'm currently going through and it's change. Um, so we're going to dive into change and how so many people view it as a negative thing. But in all honesty, like, <sighs> oh, I just, <sighs> I might start sweating during this episode again. But anyways, it's something that I have learned to embrace rather than fear. And that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Just Meg, the unique podcast created to discuss anything and everything while remaining completely real, raw, and totally uncut. I'm your host, Meg, and it's time for us to get started with another episode. Okay, change. All right, let's talk about change, right? I'm not talking about the change in your pocket. I'm talking about in life, things change. Things change all of the time. And this is something that if you've been around for the last um, year, year and a half or so, I have been going through a change. And I'm not talking about puberty. <laughs> I'm not talking about um, producing a human with my body. Like that's not anything that I'm doing. <laughs> so like, let's not jump there. But I'm talking about change because one thing that I have learned in my almost 30 years on this earth is that change brings many different emotions. Sometimes change is very exciting and people look forward to it. Other times change brings forth a lot of anxiety and, and worry. But what I can say is that change is inevitable. And I'm sure we've heard that. I'm sure someone famous has said that before. But like, that's one thing. If, if you can count on anything in life, it is change. And I'm not, again, not talking about the change in your pocket. I'm talking about change occurring throughout life. And it's change that we plan on and it's change that we don't plan on. But at least you can count on something changing. And 
I find it so interesting that change can can give us so many different feelings and emotions and outcomes and things like that. Cause there is, I mean, you have like great changes in your life where, you know, you find the love of your life or, you know, you, you get married or you move or you find a dream job or, you know, all of these amazing changes happen, but then you have changes like people talk about divorce. And even that is like, you know, I heard somebody talking about divorce the other day and and they were talking about how it helped them. It was, it was a really scary change, but it was for the better, if that makes sense. Like it, it, it helped them. Um, so change is something that's inevitable. And I keep saying this over and over again, because I think that it's really interesting because as I've gone through my own personal changes of me putting myself first and me really looking at, you know, my own image, like body image issues and my mental health and my personal, like my personal life. As I've looked at that and I've been very open and shared that as I made a change from sharing only teaching related content online to sharing more of who I am and myself and my struggles, I saw so many of those reactions and emotions come from people like complete strangers online. And so I think it's very strange when you take change and you put it into a social media online setting, it becomes this really weird beast that I can't quite put my finger on. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because um, if you followed me, like within the last week of my Instagram, I, I've gone through quite a few different changes. So um, my name on Instagram is Meg Slope. And I actually decided I rebranded uh, about a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago. Um, and I went from being someone called Meg's Crayons, who was dedicated to teacher blogging and helping teachers, you know, you know, view the best of their classroom and, and bring joy to it and um, simplify the teacher's life in all aspects. And then I slowly kind of started to move away from that because I personally was burnt out. I couldn't do it anymore. I was doing teaching stuff all of the time. I would go to school. I would teach all day. I would do regular teacher job things. I would come home and I would do more teaching stuff. I would do the creating of lesson plans. I would do the creating of something that someone could use in a lesson plan. I would answer questions on Facebook and on Instagram. And it was just constant and emails. And what do I do with this kid? And how do I handle this? And do you have this? And could you make me this? And I mean, like it was just constant, um, of me being in a teacher mentality of like, okay, they need this for this classroom or they need this kind of text or the, 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 the. anyways, you get the idea. Um, and I realized at my lowest point, which we've talked about multiple times in many episodes, but in my lowest point in March of 2018, I realized that I just couldn't do it anymore. I wasn't happy doing it. It actually made me very grumpy and like angry at the world. Um, because people, once you start giving people just take, People just take and take and take and take and take and take without really thinking of the other person on the end, on the other end of this phone or the other end of, you know, what they're purchasing or whoever they're connecting with. They're not really worried about you. They're more worried about fulfilling what they need. And so, and I'm not saying that in a negative, but that's just the reality of the internet. Um, and so I had to realize that that just wasn't something that I wanted to do anymore. And when I made that change, when I changed from being Meg's crayons and I moved to just, you know, focusing more on myself, um, I upset a lot of people because it, it, it 
it gave change. I changed and people had counted on me and they, you know, they had these negative reactions. I did have quite a few people. Um, I don't want to fo- focus on the negative because there were quite a few people that reached out. And they're like, you know what? I totally understand this. I'm, I'm good for you for making this change for yourself. I completely support it. Can't wait to see what you bring. All of those things. But there are so many people <laughs> that um, did not react that way. And as I look more into like the psychology of like, why do people struggle with change so much? It's, you know, it's fear of the unknown and it's really, you're unsure of what's going to happen. And quite a few, to be completely honest, quite a few people counted on me for support as far as like being in the classroom. Not that I can't still, like I'm still teaching. It's not that I'm, I'm not, I haven't left that world. I still do that. It's just, I made a shift for my own personal needs and, and <laughs> like, it just, it blew my mind that someone would be upset that I made a change for my own self. And that's when I began to realize that the internet is this whole nother beast. And like change can bring out the greatest parts of people, but it can also bring out the worst scary parts of people. Um, and, and no matter what you do, change is going to happen. It's just, this is the way that people handle it. This is the way that people view it. This is how it, it's not anything technically like that's really personal with me. It's just, Change brings out so many strong emotions for people for different reasons because of where they are in life, because of what they're experiencing, for because of perceptions that I am not, you know, I can't do anything about, you know. Um, so change has been this really weird uh it's been a big part of my life in this last year, whether it's someone reacting to it or whether it's me going through it. And it's like this really weird chain effect. Like someone reacts to change. I'm going through a change. They put that reaction on me. I react to that change. And then it changes my mentality over here. So it's just like change is like a domino effect. Like it's just going to happen. Um, but I think what I really want to focus on is like, why is change a good thing? Like, what does it actually bring to the table and what are the positives to it? Because so many of us get consumed, including myself, get consumed by the fact that change is scary and change could be, you know, I'm going to like worst case scenario, somebody mentions and teachers, I I have to be honest, teachers are probably the worst. We can sit in a meeting somewhere and be like, Hey, curriculum next year for this like subject area, we're going to change it. And every single one of us is like, okay, what, are, what about this? What about this? Is it going to hit this standard? Is it going to do that immediately without even knowing what they're going to bring to the table or, Hey, we're going to change the lunch schedule next year. Teachers are the absolute worst when it comes to change because we're so used to personally, I think it's because we are so used to being in control of really tiny humans and knowing, you know, we pride on ourselves on knowing what's best for our students in our classroom. But when they're like, yeah, we're going to change. And honestly, I mean, like track history, as far as like any positive changes that have been brought to education across a really big span probably hasn't, you know, been real fantastic. Let's be honest, as far as like common core or like no child left behind, or I mean, like we could go on and on those. Right. But change, teachers don't like change. Like we really, 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 really struggle with it. Like people moving classrooms. I had to move classrooms. Like that change was really hard. And I complete like full on blown crying, um, panic attack of like, I don't know where I'm going to put this and I don't know where I'm going to put this. And I don't know about this story. I mean, like just all of the unknowns can really consume you. And so, 
change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. We just don't know where it's going to happen and we just don't know how it's going to impact our lives. So I really kind of want to focus on why embracing change is good for us. Like why is this something that we really need to work on as a society and like me personally, that change is not anything that is going to, you know, be the end all be all. Like there are ways that I can embrace this and actually grow from it rather than cry on my floor in the middle of an anxiety attack and like not get anything done and not be able to move forward. So change, it's going to happen. I've experienced it. I've seen, you know, people's reactions to change just for me changing what I'm sharing online. Um, And I I really want to focus on how we can embrace change and realize that change is actually really good for us most of the time. Okay, so change. Change, again, not something that we handle really well. It, it With me included, like I don't handle it well. But as I dug into the reason that people struggle with change, I found out that there's actually more positives to it than there are negatives. And I'm not saying that there's not negative changes that occur. Those do happen. I'm not trying to, you know, fill your world with, you know, unicorn like rainbows and unicorn farts and like just happiness and glitter and love and whatever else like that's not what the world is but I do want you to realize that even someone like me who has really struggled with change going through my own personal changes and really looking at how I've grown from pushing myself to change. And I'm not talking physically, I'm talking like mentally, the things that I've gained and the things that I've been able to handle and and embrace and learn from has truly helped me a ton. And so I think that if we talk about what change brings us, I think that maybe in the future, whether something comes at us that we know is going to happen or whether something comes into our lives as like a curveball and we didn't see it happening, maybe we can handle it a little bit better. So first things first, change truly helps you grow. Even even the worst kind of, of change, okay, so like divorce or like losing someone, especially that kind. In those moments when I have lost someone or experienced something that was, you know, really, really hard or really, really painful, not physically, but like in your heart, kind of like losing someone. That is where I've learned the most about myself and how I can cope with grief and and how, you know, I can learn from that person's life that was here. What what can I learn from them? What can I carry on? Um, we can look at those experiences And when you sit down and reflect, and again, reflection is a huge part of what I do in my life and what I've really grown to do in this last year is reflect. And when I look at those really big moments where I grew the most, it was in those really, really deep valleys of my life. That is where I grew the most, especially in this last year. I was, you know, at my lowest mental state and physical state um, in March of 2018, and and I decided to make a change. And it was it was not easy. It was not fun. It is not something that I wanted to do, but I knew that I had to. I was like, this is what I needed to just, like step forward and do for myself. But. I don't see a ton of change happening when, you know, like I'm at the peaks and I'm at the highest. Like every time I go through a serious, serious life lesson or moment of growth, it has been when something has truly changed my life and I've been in like the lowest point possible. And I truly believe that having, you know, high peaks and low points and and everything else 
in your life, like you're supposed to have those as awful as they can be, but they help you grow and they really help you appreciate the high moments in life. And when you're in those really dark valleys, going through it and really reflecting and pushing yourself through it and not stopping, that is where that growth is made. And so, um, it definitely helps us grow. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't be doing this podcast and sharing my story like I am without having change, without being like, you know what? I can do this. People need to hear this story. People can relate to this story. I hope I can help other people. I don't care what negative thing it brings. Like I want to help people. Like that's my job. That's what I feel like I need to do. Um, so change helps us grow in more ways than one. But then that brings me to my next point because my change was right. Like good doing home workouts, right. And taking care of myself. Um, it pushed me out of my comfort zone and I really had to face some things that, um, I hadn't faced in years. I hadn't faced or or dealt with, you know, um, my negative eating habits. I hadn't faced my negative body image. Um, I hadn't dealt with that or where it came from or, um, why I still held on to clothes, um, from high school that made me feel terrible. Like, why was I doing that to myself? So it pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I <laughs> I was an athlete, but I was always used to being told what to do as far as workouts went. And it was, you know, like I went, I ran track. And so there was lots of running involved. And not that I really enjoyed running anymore, just because it really hurts my joints and like old injuries. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know I needed to move my body and I was so mad at myself. And I, I never pushed my body or myself to go into anything because I wasn't comfortable anymore. I wasn't comfortable moving my body the way that it used to. I had all this muscle memory and I was embarrassed that I couldn't do it. And so I sat in my comfort zone with, you know, my bag of Doritos. And I was like, yep, this is good. This is great. Until I really hit rock bottom. And that's when I had to be pushed outside my comfort zone of like, you know what? It's okay that my belly jiggles and it's okay that my body looks this way. And, and I'm not the only one that looks this way. There's millions of women that look this way, you know? And they're beautiful women. Like they're, they're amazing. Um, so I really had to push out, like push myself outside of my comfort zone with my bag of Doritos and, and just realize that, Hey, like we're going to do this. Like we're, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's, it's going to bring change again, which makes us not sure. Um, but I'm not getting anywhere sitting in this comfort zone. I haven't gained anything. Um, but some weight, (laughs) a lot of bags of Doritos, I guess, um, you know, whatever, but I, I'm not getting anywhere. So I had to step outside my comfort zone. And I mean, I, I have this podcast. I didn't know how to podcast. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I, some days I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm outside of my comfort zone and I, I really enjoy it out here. I enjoy learning and I enjoy, um, connecting and, and that change, is truly something that I actually like now that I'm saying it, like I kind of crave change. Like I, if I become, if I become too stagnant anymore, I get very frustrated. So, um, that's, that's a weird revelation that I just, um, that I just had. And, and that's the other thing, like when you're pushed outside your comfort zone, you actually get to experience more. So like I've had more opportunities to connect with people, other people that I never otherwise would have connected with. I have, um, gotten to experience, you know, the whole world of like body image and people that struggle with it. And I, I had to push outside my comfort zone and kind of dealing with my eating disorder, um, that I used to have and still kind of have like 
it's not gone. I mean, like it's something that I still struggle with. Um, but I'm more aware of like what triggers it and what I can do to make sure that I'm okay. Um, I don't think that that mentality is ever fully gone, but like I, I'm better <laughs> for sure. Um, but I wouldn't, I've, I've gotten to experience other women's stories that have dealt with this in more severe cases than mine. Um, but I've learned from them and I wouldn't have been comfortable doing that had I stayed in my comfort zone. Um, I've connected with people. I have, um, you know, I have a passport. I'm going on a vacation that's like leaving the continental United States, which I've never done before in my life. And that's going to bring some anxiety, but like, that's going to be a great experience. Um, I have other trips that are involved flying by myself. It was a new experience that I had to get used to. Um, you know, like I have all these experiences that I have that I wouldn't have had like I wouldn't have done those had I stayed in my comfort zone and had I not pushed past, you know, being really comfortable. I live in that uncomfortable space. And when I feel when I start to feel bored or I start to feel stagnant, that's when I'm like, oh, I got to change something up for sure. Um, so that I mean, it, when you lay this all out, it kind of makes sense. Right. Um, and, and change actually gives you a fresh perspective. Like when you, you know, once you accept that it, it's going to happen, right? Change is, you know, going to bring a challenge or you're going to face some adversity or um, maybe you're learning how to cook or you're learning how to make a recipe or like whatever it is. Um, change, it gives you a great perspective. Like it, it ignites that that, uh, the curiosity, like the childlike wonder that you, you find that you, you miss that you, I mean, as teachers, we love the childlike wonder and the curiosity and the, and the very blunt questions that kids ask us, like, did you put makeup on today? Because you look real tired. Like those moments are the ones that we live for. But the thing is, if we sit there and we don't experience change and we don't embrace it, then we don't get to shift our perspective and we don't get into that curiosity and the child like wonder and that that whole world of like seeing things in an, an entire new light. We sit there in this comfort zone in this sheltered little bubble and we don't we don't change our views because we don't put ourselves out there to experience more. So we can't have a fresh perspective or a new perspective. Um, so I mean all of these things are are connected. And I think that it's really important that when you're talking about change or when you're embracing change, that you look at all of the positives that can come with it. I mean, I'm talking like new, I mean, you're going to have growth. You're going to have new perspectives. You're going to embrace new things. You're going to try new things. You're going to experience more. And honestly, when you take a step back and you're like, okay, change is going to happen, that gives you so much more flexibility you become more adaptable because you're not trying to control something that you simply can't control. A lot of us spend, including myself, we spend so much time and energy trying to control things that are completely out of our control. We cannot control the weather <laughs> as much as I would love for it like not to rain anymore. It's, it's going to rain. It's going to do what it can. So why am I exhausting my energy and trying to will it not to rain? You know, we, and that's just a really ridiculous example, but we spend so much time of our effort and our energy trying to control things that are completely out of our control. 
and change is going to happen. So what if we saved up that energy? Energy, you know, is is in stock, it's in store, change occurs, and then we're like, okay, cool. I can handle this. It's going to bring me a new perspective. It's going to, you know, it's going to help me teach new things. Like maybe there's some there's something on the other side of this that I'm not sure yet, like something's going to come out of this. Maybe we're just going to we're going to roll with it. We're going to see what happens. And when you embrace it, one from personal experience, I've been more calm because I've realized change is going to happen. It is, it is what it is. It's part of life. I can either fight it tooth and nail and really exhaust myself, or I can sit back and be along for the ride and be like, yeah, like this is part of life. This is where I'm going. Might as well enjoy it and see what I can learn from it while I'm here. And where, where, where can I take this? What's going to lead, what is it going to lead to next? Because change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. And there's so many amazing things. I mean, I could probably list a ton more, but those are the really big things that I've noticed in my own changes in this last year. And so I think going back to how we deal with change, I think it's really important that we embrace it and we look for the positives in it. I mean, and and it's going to be harder in some situations to find the positives. I'm completely aware of that. But I really think that it's important that we realize that change offers us a chance at something. We don't know what it is yet. We're not going to control it. We don't know where it's going to take us. But fighting it doesn't get us anywhere because it's here. It's going to happen. It's, it's, it is what it is. But you have to embrace it. And you're going to, when you embrace it, you don't have to, I guess. You don't have to embrace it. I choose to embrace it because when I have, it hasn't disappointed me. And don't get me wrong. There have been very negative moments from from change. But I've learned so much about myself and I've learned so much about reflection and the world and things that I wouldn't have otherwise wanted to learn because I would have been too busy fighting and throwing a fit about the fact that this change occurred. And when you take a step back and you really embrace it and you see it coming and you're like, okay, cool, we're going to learn from this. Honestly, you come out better. It's it's such a, a way more happy experience when you embrace change, to be honest. (sighs) Okay. So change is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. And that's something that we need to focus on. So I hope that you found this helpful. If you're someone who um, also struggles with change, I hope that maybe, maybe it gave you some mindset perspective, maybe a little like nudge in the right direction. Like, Hey, get out of that. Um, I'm just going to elbow you out of your comfort zone a little bit, but change is not a bad thing all of the time. And there's positives in every situation. And again, I'm not trying to be like, you know, rainbows and butterflies all the time, but change is going to happen. So are you really going to spend your time and energy fighting it or are you going to learn from it, embrace it, and see where it takes you? That's what I want to know because in my life so far, change has been a good thing. Even the times that I fought it to the nail, change has actually been a good thing for me. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy your Monday um, or whenever you're listening to this, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to screenshot and let me know that you're listening, um, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. 
Hey, before you go, I just wanted to take a quick minute and say thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so glad that you're here. Please let me know that you're here by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at Meg Slope, S-L-O-P-E, or popping over to iTunes and leaving a review right now. It just takes a quick minute and I absolutely love reading them. If you're someone who didn't like the episode, hey, go ahead and keep that to yourself because I'm just here doing my thing and sharing my story with everybody else. But I love having you here. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. See you next time. Bye.